All right, Isaac, are you ready to complete these running challenges? My dude, my leg's still hurt from the last one we did. Isaac, dude, what would Kangaroo Sensei say? Protein. That's would right. Say protein. That is right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Forgive me, oh. Kangaroo Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Happy Monday, everybody. This is Super Swole Bros. Back again. Another one of our episodes again every other week now. Kind of weird. Still, I'm still trying to get used to this every other week thing. It, it has been nice for us not have to worry about that because we have other we have other things to worry about right now. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, this week we, we actually, the last two weeks, we got a lot done. Um, we've been working towards our running challenge so we still have to do the 12k and the 11 mile we we attempted the uh the, 12K. The 12k yeah yeah um didn't didn't quite finish as strongly as we would have liked no so we'll be doing that sometime this week maybe next week um the 11 mile as well and we are kind of postponing the 11 mile just because we still had smoke in our area for a good portion of this month and I, I don't want to burn ourselves out trying to play catch up and get back to the level we were at before. Plus, during the run, we started burning because it started getting hotter. Oh, yeah, of course. And, you know, it'll start cooling down here pretty soon. And I think that'll be the perfect time to complete the 11 mile. I definitely do think that we need to get the 12K done and over with before the end of the month. If we can get the 11 mile before the end of the month, that'd be great. But I, I don't foresee that happening, unfortunately. Yeah, with... The days that we have to run together are kind of limited, so I, I'm, I'm not seeing that happen any soon. No. And we really do want to do these together, just so we can keep an eye on each other. I have a heart problem still that we don't know exactly what's going on, so I'd ra I feel safer running with somebody. Yeah. Um, I do think that we're going to do the 12K on the trail run. You can use my old trail running shoes. Because uh, oh, going to hurt so much. Because we, we really haven't gone trail running in a long time. And you've never done a trail run using actual trail running shoes. That is true. I think the last time we went was like right at the start of a uh, lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And you were wearing boots. Uh, yeah, that that was not. Uh, <laughs> that that made things a lot harder than it had to be. I'll admit. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 slow going, but again, the gains be slow, and Kangaroo Sensei is always watching, and we have to keep a lot of things in mind because we need to stay safe ourselves so when we were attempting the 12 uh k run we did 4.8 miles roughly uh i'm i'm gonna be honest that day is a blur to me i just <laughs> remember my legs like most of my brain power was i, I said this before yeah. most of my brain power was going into my legs moving not a yeah. lot else i think we got just below an 8k Maybe like maybe like a 7.5k. I think we did. I'm not too sure. Uh, I'm not gonna do math, but I think we ended at like 4.7 or 4.8 miles. No, I believe it. I did notice um like a, day, a few days after I did my normal run, my, my normal 5k day. Yeah. Um, without trying to, I got a better time than even the last one. Like remember I was at like 29 minutes. Yeah. I got 28.33. 
perfect. I wasn't actually trying. That's the weird part. Like I, I was just going as normal as I could. And that's that's the thing. Uh, your runs tend to be pretty flat and pretty basic. Where I took yeah. you on one with a few hills, a few, you yeah, know, those... there were inclined declines on it, and that will help with a regular run. Yeah, like I, th- I think th- as hard as those inclines were to do, I think they probably did have an improvement on my just general running. Absolutely. Because like I, I honestly wasn't. I was trying to be normal and like look at the time. Like, oh, that's like thirty seconds higher. Nice. Yeah. Lower. And the more you get into the swing of doing longer runs, the better time you're gonna get on your five k because your body is used to running further. Yeah. Um, and I really want uh, to kind of get back into my 5k a day, but with working and editing podcasts and doing all these other things, I really haven't had a chance. I'm hoping that my schedule starts to level out pretty soon to the point where I can get back to that. And also, uh, I was talking today with uh, one of our coworkers at the gym that it's really difficult to keep a routine going when the gym's hours have become limited. And this is something we kind of talked about before. Yeah, I've... I found the middle ground for me, like I've, I've got a good system where at the end of the day, if like I'm not too tired, I have enough time to go before it closes. Yeah. So I have that and I have my, my cardio in the morning. So for me, it's working out sort of, but my hours are still in flux and I can't always do that. So even with my stable hours, I don't always get to work out. Yeah. And that is really like discouraging sometimes but like as long as we kind of keep to it and we're able to get some sense of normalcy back i think that it's going to be beneficial i mean i've been trying to work out as often as i can most of my workouts on average lately have been 30 to 45 minutes which i'm not happy with but that's the only time that i have available to me to work out currently especially with the limited gym out or jet a limited gym hours and everything See, you said that you're not happy with like the 45, like 30 to 45 minutes you get to work out. Yeah. That's what normal people do, Brad. They don't go in for three hours at a time. Normal people go for an hour tops. Really? Yes, because we have lives. What's normal? Not you. (laughs) Well, you know, I just, I just follow Kangaroo Sensei. He, he leads me. He's my guy, my spirit guide. Yeah. And how's your heart doing? Huh? How's your heart doing? I don't know. (laughs) Um, and that, uh, speaking of my heart, that kind of brings us into our uh, our Swole Juice review. Oh, that's right. We um, we did something a little different today because we did. It's been a while since we done a pre workout, so we kind of had to do some through the magic of editing. You'll you'll hear hear it all at once. We kind of had to split it up. Yeah. So the way that from now on, especially the way we're going to be doing pre workouts and possibly other Swole Juices, uh, we are going to be doing them independently, recording our thoughts on them and then coming back you listen to what i had to say i listened to what you had to say i noticed Let's... neither one of us can remember who made it yes <laughs> so this is a cellucor c4 strawberry margarita pre-workout now we've done a cellucor c4 in the past we did their basic blue raspberry i believe and i think uh we gave it an eight overall for effectiveness and flavor okay um... i think i think but you know what everyone uh why don't you guys hear what we had to say and we'll kind of jump back and talk a little more in a second, so. All right, so in the car, um, about to go to the gym and we got the C4 strawberry margarita. I don't remember. 
Alright audience, so today we have another Swole Juice review. Um, I gotta be honest, I don't remember the brand. He, uh, he said it once, Brad said it once after the uh, run we did. But I gotta be honest, a lot of my brain power was going into keeping my legs moving. So I don't remember the brand. I do remember the flavor. It's a strawberry margarita. Very red. <clears throat> Very red. It smells really nice. Like the pre-workout honestly smells like candy. So I'm hopeful and it's going to taste really good. It doesn't smell like strawberries in any way. But, you know, here we go. You know what? That is, that is really smooth. It's kind of... It's almost sweet without being overpoweringly sweet. You know, the flavor's not bad. It almost tastes like a... Like fake strawberry puree. And it, it tastes like candy, honestly. Um, not really getting the margarita or culotta or whatever it was part of it. Wow. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad at it all. It tastes like fake strawberries, which isn't a bad thing. I just, uh, you know, some people might be turned off to that, but let's keep drinking. Now, I'm about to go work out so I can tell you how it feels, but as for the taste alone... Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. It is awesome. I think flavor-wise, I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I think flavor-wise, I'll give it a seven. All right. So I noticed that you gave it uh, an eight on flavor. Yeah, I. To me, I, I think I've had candy similar to that. So it's a very, it was very pleasant for me, and like I didn't down it all at once, but within three chugs it was gone yeah it was like it was it was not hard to power through it was very easy it was very pleasant i enjoyed it yeah it, it had a good flavor to it and when i first had this so i've been using this pre-workout uh for a little while but uh because of my heart issues i've been doing half scoops or less of pre-workout just because i'm trying not to exacerbate my heart too much and this is one of the first times in a while that I've done a full scoop of pre-workout. So, uh, the flavor, it is a very strong flavor. It, uh, what was it? Six ounces of water. Yeah. Like there was not much in there and it, it was, you're right. It was like it very red. Yeah. And it was, it was a very, very strong flavor. It's not a bad flavor, but it really, it was overpoweringly strong. The scent, I didn't really get much of a scent from it. You did. I, I, I smelled candy, but that's, yeah. that, I think I just had candy that smelled like that. Yeah, I could smell the sweetness, but I didn't yeah. really get a flavor of a smell, if that makes sense. But like, yeah, I, I didn't could... smell strawberry or anything, I just smelled sweet. Yeah, like, I, I, did, I couldn't tell you what candy it was, probably something strawberry, but my head went to candy. Yeah. And so, and we both worked out, uh, I, I went to the gym a little bit late, I did my workout as I have been doing it recently, I think I did a 35 minute workout roughly. You would have done more, but we, we kind of, we kind of distracted you when we were talking. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were chatting for a little bit. So, but you did your workout with it. What, what, what was your workout today? Um, today I, I was just hitting a bunch of different, uh, muscle groups that weren't sore from yesterday. Mm. So I, I will say this, I did notice, um, like I was perked up a bit after taking it. Like I was ready to go. Yeah. But that did not last long. I don't know if it's because I was tired from yesterday because I closed last night and then I closed today in the afternoon. So that's not a full day of rest in between. Yeah. 
and I I went pretty hard last night, and I started today with deadlifts. So I think a lot of that energy <laughs> just burned in right there. See, I was thinking about doing deadlifts today because I haven't I didn't get a chance to do them this week. I am doing deadlifts once to twice, one to two times a week. Um, but I I kind of wanted to use the machines because I haven't used the machines in a long time. So I kind of did a variety of exercises. Um, I focused on nothing really i just did i did biceps triceps abs legs and lats so i, I just kind of hit a bunch of random muscle groups just because there are a lot of muscle groups that are harder to get to when we're talking about the machines and not using the machines in a while i wanted to be able to uh, I, I will say this you were doing um arm curls on the machine while we were talking it looked like the act, the the effort of that while you were talking was nothing, and I kind of pissed me off, to be honest. <laughs> seventy pounds. It was at seventy pounds. Okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, just because I had done my arm day two days prior, so my arms were still a little bit sore. I kept it at seventy pounds, just to just to get the a little bit of a pump going, and also it was for me testing this pre workout. Now. I don't know if it's because I haven't used a lot of pre-workout in a while, or if it's because this was the first time that we're testing a pre-workout and I was trying to think of what it was doing. I didn't get the spider crawly feel that I usually get. Oh, we got a doggo. So I was trying to think of how the pre-workout felt, especially when you talk about you know i haven't used a full pre-workout in a while and i didn't get the spidery effect i didn't really get the tingles that i'm used to um but i did get a good pump i'm not saying it was like the best pump and i'm really surprised because c4 is one of the go-to workouts for a lot of p or go-to pre-workouts for a lot of people right um i'm curious how you felt with when it came to this uh, like I said, I did feel, I felt something. Like there, there was a noticeable effect, and I was happy about that. But for me personally, whether it's because I just went into something like super energy intensive immediately, or I was just still tired from yesterday, it didn't last as long as I would have wanted it to. Like I was still able to get everything done and afterwards bring everything inside, no problem. But the pump didn't. It did not last. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't last the whole. Which is really weird. I mean, this could be a different formula. I'm not sure than the original that we used, but I'm pretty sure they're the same formula. Which uh, maybe the flavor. I I don't know, but it did not have that same feeling as the last time we did a C4. I will. Uh, I will say. Um, I've been since we've been going back to the gym lately, and I've also been. We've also been working there. I've decided to start picking up my stack again, like the stack review. Oh, yeah. So I've been using that pretty consistently, too. Um, maybe I'm using it a little much, because I don't always feel the pre-workout as much as I used to, I think. Okay. So you're you're basically getting used to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm adapting to it, yeah. Um... And so why don't we go ahead and give this a final score. So on flavor, we gave it a total of a 7.5. You gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. 7.5 would be the score. What are you going to give it on effectiveness? I'm going to say... I'm going to say a 6. Because I felt... I There was a noticeable feeling. 
it just wasn't a long-lasting feeling. I don't know if that's because of how tired I am or because of how effective the pre-workout is, but as it stands, I'll give it a 6. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6 as well. I, I thought this would have the same score as, as the last one for effectiveness, and I think the score we gave it on effectiveness last time was a 7 or an 8. Um, so with flavor, with the flavor in mind and the effectiveness, I think we're going to give it a 7. Like, that, just that, an even 7 a, out of 10. 6-7-ish, uh, within that range. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm just going to say a 7, just because 7.5 on flavor, 6 on effectiveness. I don't want to go into the it, decimals it, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, it so. balances out. It's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a 7. And so, yeah, guys, honestly, C4 always makes a good product. Um, Cellucor makes an excellent product. Their pre-workouts are some of the best you can get. So we do recommend this product. Maybe not going back to back like we do normally on workout days, but yeah. we recommend the product. It, it is a good product. So, um, why don't we uh, go ahead and keep on chatting? So, let's talk a little bit about your stack that you've been uh, working on again. So it's the oh god, I can't even remember what it, what it's called. Uh, Outbreak Nutrition. Outbreak Nutrition. Thank you. So they have the pre-workout, the recovery, and the protein. Yes. Now, um, I've noticed this. I've, I've used the protein the least. Oh, jeez. Oh, you froze on me. Yeah, my thing got this. I, I got the recording. It's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, where was I? I? was talking about the stack. Yes. So, outbreak nutrition. We talked. We said that. Um, I kind of I'll use the pre workout and the recovery, like always together. But I don't always get the protein at the end, or I don't always uh, set that up at the end for when I'm done with the workout. Yeah. But that's still, like, the one I have I have the least of at this point. Like, yeah. I thought well, it... Yeah. The, the scoops are bigger than you think, and you use up more than you notice. So I'm like, where does it all go? Yeah. And the other thing about protein is a lot of people also use them as uh, dietary supplements. So, like, if you aren't able to eat breakfast, some people do, like, protein with some oats in it. Um, yeah. I've done that before. So, yeah, protein always seems to be the thing that goes the most. And it does have to do with, usually, it's going to be less servings because it's a bigger scoop in it. Um, yeah. We're actually, I really want to try to get some different types of protein because we've reviewed whey protein before in the past. I kind of want to try to get us some soy or pea protein to see how those stack up against whey. I've never used pea protein. I've used soy before, but that's, never... that was mostly in the... Smoothies at Jamba Juice. Yeah, that, so I've used soy and pea protein when it comes to the smoothies at Jamba Juice, but I haven't, like, bought it. And I'm very curious to see how it is. Also, how the flavor stacks up against whey protein, because, let's face it, we are so used to whey protein, I'm wondering how these other types of protein are able to pick up the flavor that you use with the whey protein. Uh, I don't think, like, whenever I have... When I, when I add protein in smoothies between, like, whey or soy, you definitely taste the whey more than you would soy. But you still yeah. taste some of it. Um, I can't I can't speak for uh, pea protein. I've never tried that. Yeah, I so I think that's something that we should definitely try to get a hold of and get a review on. And also, I did get some non-stim pre-workout that we should probably also try and see how effective it is especially compared to something like c4 maybe kind of do 
two pre-workouts a review back to back where we have one that's a stim protein and one that's no stim pro uh, stim protein one that's a stim pre-workout one that's no stim pre-workout yeah that could, we can do that all right i think that'd be interesting and maybe we'll do we'll save that for next month sometime because i do have a stim protein that is from an independent company that i want us to try and then i also have the non-stim from another company that i want us to try so uh, it, I it, think it's amazing to me that you can keep track of them because when I look at your pile of powders, I just see piles of powders. I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's like Pokemon cards. Well, if you know what you're looking at, we're good. If you yeah. don't, then you don't. Then, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, that kind of brings us into uh, what was your favorite workout of the week? Because now you've been using your stack. And I've you've been, been working yeah. on a lot of things, so we aren't really getting into the stack review until that is empty and out. What has your favorite workout been this week and last week? Um, I would say a lot of the... I'm trying to incorporate more um, compound exercises rather than just a singular isolating one, you know? Yeah. And I noticed something weird. I hadn't tried to do a pull-up this week until, like, yesterday, or... Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it was yesterday. It was weird, because I hadn't done that motion on the machine. Yeah. But when I got there, I put the weight that I was at last time, and it was a lot smoother. Like, I... I could do it without... You know? Like... Yeah, there was no struggle in... There was not no struggle, but there was a minimal struggle involved when you did it, is yeah, what you're I, trying to... When I was at the level that I was before, without having to work on pull-ups exactly last time um the same level less effort for me and that was weird because i hadn't tried to do pull-ups yet yeah and i think that has to do with when you focus on a multitude of muscle groups you give different muscle groups time to recover also the pull-up works your mu you know your lats it works your shoulders works your biceps works your grip strength and throughout a lot of workouts you work those different muscles so yeah. i feel like you have done the right thing in holding off on pull-ups and only doing them once a week to kind of build, get that build up. Yeah, because like, you, you saw me when I was doing some of the other workouts. I was working on grip. I was working on, like, yes. back and shoulders. I was and doing I gave And I gave you them. that weird kettlebell shoulder. Oh, yeah, that one hurt after yeah. a while. Like, it was, a, it was a simple weight and a simple motion, but after because the, of the way sixth, I had Because of the way I had him hold it, it's not as stable as the way it's usually held. So you're focusing on keeping the weight stable and it slows you down. So it actually gives you more of a, a pump, more of a, a burn, in my opinion, doing it that way. It's basically just harder to do. Yeah. So you have to work more to do it. And it was weird because... Like, I was... I hadn't been meaning to practice pull-ups that day. I just went inside for no reason. And I was there. The I was like, you know quick, what? Yeah. Let's, let's see what I'm at. I'm like, oh, like holy crap! This is much easier than before. And one of the other things that I feel like you should be doing is the just the hangs. So just hang from the the pull-up bar. I've I, I know I did you've that, done it a few times. Yeah, but I, I do it on the 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 squat rack outside. I don't do yeah, it on the inside. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was able. I when I tried it again, I was tr I was able to pull up more than before and hold it for longer, but I still can go all the way up on my own. 
Yeah. Not yet. And I, but I, I find closer. it really interesting that both of our favorite workouts of the weeks are lat-based exercises because my favorite has been the wide grip lat pull-down. Ooh. I've done that. Now, again, we don't get to use the machines as often just because there are restrictions at gyms right now. Um, but I've tried to get on the wide lat pull-down you know, as many times as I can. And this week and last week, I was able to get, you know, two sets or two uh, exercises in with the lat pull down per week. So I've done it four times over the course of the last two weeks. And I'm definitely feeling a difference from when, you know, pre-COVID to now. I'm doing a lot less weight, but I am slowly building it up and I'm doing it slower. I'm doing a more of a concentrated motion in order to get my muscles built up to where they were before. That'll, they, it won't be as fast as doing the heavier weight, but they'll be much more, uh, what's the word? You'll have much more endurance in those muscles. Exactly. And when we're talking about doing Spartan races and stuff, you need endurance in your muscles. Yeah, like you, you need a certain level of strength, obviously, but you need to be able to maintain that more yes. than anything. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I just, I feel like the wide, the wide grip lat pull down has always been one of my favorite exercises just because it's something that I struggled with. I remember when I first started working out and I could barely do 50 or 60 pounds. And now it's like, I'll do 110, 120 without a problem. Is that, that the one where it's like, you sit down and it's like this? Yep. Yep. Oh, that's, oh yeah. You, you tortured me with that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult workout, but it is beneficial. If it weren't I, for that, I probably still wouldn't be able to do pull-ups. I, I, I remember that very well, because it was simple to do, and then you made it suck, because you would go wide grip, and then switch your hands around and go close grip. Yeah. I, I, do, a lot of, I do a lot of supersets with that machine in particular. I just think that that machine, it, there's a lot of, you know, you can always change up the grip when you're talking about the lat pull-down. And it will target different muscle groups in different parts of those muscles. So I just think it's a beneficial machine. Like I didn't, I didn't remember what the lat pull down was. I just remembered the pain. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we we will have much more to talk about always about the gym. And Kangaroo Sensei is always watching. You can't escape Kangaroo Sensei. You can't escape Kangaroo Sensei. Just always remember that, everyone. But for right now, I kind of want to move into the video games because i know that a lot of things are coming out in the world of pokemon right now oh yeah so i know we already talked about it last Spe week speaking of which i am gonna open up my pokemon go and uh try to see if there's any ghost pokemon around oh yeah they're, they're doing that thing right now it's you know yep. halloween time you get bonuses for catching like what 30 ghost pokemon something like that i can't something, remember yeah. that's a lot but either way it's fine you can do it all day <laughs> um crown tundra on the other hand that's something that like just dropped for us like what this this is gonna go on monday so like last week um yeah yes yes yeah oh it's cool it's so great i just i'm so glad i have some of my old pokemon back see now i really i do want to get the we've talked about the dlc for pokemon i want to get it but right now it's just not in my financial best interest to be oh yeah i know I would wait for it to be on sale. It's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, especially with... There's probably going to be a um, Christmas bundle or something. Christmas special. Because holidays are right, across, right around the corner. Oh, yeah. I don't know how right. COVID holidays are going to be, but we'll see. 
Yeah, well, right now my investment, uh, my big investment coming up is going to be a phone. Because my phone has been working up until my new job. And I think it's because I'm the screen is constantly on on my new job because I need the GPS and, you know, checking accounts and stuff. And it's just starting to uh, not like me anymore, unfortunately. I'm, I'm but, laughing on the inside. I know you are. <laughs> a little bit at the outside, but mostly inside. Yeah. As, as for uh, going back to uh, Crown Tundra, I personally enjoyed it. I. It's, um... There's a lot of weird features. Like, there's... You get to go on a Dynamax adventure, which is Interesting. weird. Interesting. Um, it's not, it's not... It's sort of like raid battles, except... It's like a survival series because you face down a group of Dynamax Pokemon one after the other but you don't get to use your own Pokemon you have to borrow Pokemon from I don't know, like a random stock and okay could, that's really interesting yeah like it's kind of cool because it puts everyone at an equal level to the point where it's all about skill the problem is it becomes all about skill yeah and it also another thing is it forces you to use Pokemon that you may not be used to using. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you don't know who's super effective against what and how your Pokemon is meant to be run, it can it can really mess with you a lot in that game. And not everyone is uh, conscientious of their other teammates. And I, I actually have a little. Um, for just a regular raid battle, I got to use Nidoking again, one of my favorites, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot one of Nidoking's moves is actually a spread move, so it doesn't just hit the Pokemon in front of you, it hits everybody. I accidentally killed my team. Like, Very my, my... good. Very good, Isaac. Well, like, I hit the, the enemy Pokemon, but then the wave also hit the ally Pokemon with me. I get, I get what you're saying. It's just very, you know, good. good but job. like, the, the other guy was using the the legendary from Isle of Armor, the bear, the kung fu bear guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was dynamaxed and he still died to me, a regular Nido King. Hey, I mean, it got the job done. It did, just on the wrong side of the field. Yeah. Because <laughs> it it hit the fur the the enemy Pokemon, and then the shield went up for them, and suddenly I'm alone because everyone else is dead. <laughs> yeah, not, not that good. Not that but, good. Yeah, we, we still, somehow we managed to still win, but that made it harder than it should have been. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I'm really excited when it comes to Pokemon. We, again, you and I have talked about this. We can talk about Pokemon for hours and hours and hours and hours. And um, likely we will at one point. Oh, yeah, we'll probably have, like, a Pokemon episode just talking about nothing but Pokemon for an episode. I mean, we're already planning a Mario episode, so, you know, I'm just saying. But oh, we, we, we should get King Boo, King of the Boos in here for that one. Oh, my God, we totally should get King Boo, King of the Boos in here. Um, but until then, I know there's a lot of news coming out with uh, the Marvel Universe right now. Um, oh, there's, there's a lot of news for, like, a lot of movies. It's, it's oh, yeah. weird. So, you know how Jamie Foxx played Electro and he made Spider-Man 2, right? Yes. They're bringing him back at, uh, for Far From Home. 
I don't think it's going to be as the same version of Electro, but he is being Electro. You know, that's that's really interesting, and I think it's kind of cool that uh, an actor that we already knew as Electro is going to come back as Electro. Yeah, kind of like kind of like if they reboot X-Men and they bring back um, uh, uh, Picard. God, why am I drawing a blank? Ca uh, Picard. Patrick, Patrick Stewart? Thank you, Patrick. If they were to bring back Patrick Stewart as... Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick... Uh, my apologies, Sir Patrick Stewart. If they were to bring back Sir Patrick Stewart as... Um, Oh, man, I'm terrible with names on everything. Professor right X. Now. Yeah, Professor X. I was so so focused on trying to remember his name, I forgot Professor X. I could I could see the processing processing yeah. in his brain, <laughs> and it just wasn't loading. <laughs> Reboot. Yeah, it's it's like the thing they did with uh, Jameson too. Like they yeah. brought back the J. Jonah Jameson character. Like he he was only there for like a one scene, so it was kind of like a cameo more than anything else, but. Uh, the Electro for the next Spider-Man is going to be, you know, an actual villain and part of the story. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see the differences between that, because he's not playing the same exact version. Yes, and I'm also wondering how different the character will look. I mean, the MCU has kind of been... I don't think they've they've been pretty good, honestly, about making characters look like they're supposed to without being too comic-y. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. I feel like the MCU has definitely been able to bring these characters to life without, like you said, making them too comic-y. Um, and at the same time, they're also able to add some grit to them. However, I will say this. In my opinion, DC does the grit better. They DC, have... Yeah, they've, DC they've... has been making their things dark and gritty, which some people hate and some people love. I, I, I like the dark and gritty side of looking at these comics. I get, I get confused when someone says they don't like how dark and gritty the Batman movies are. I'm like, do you know who Batman is? That's yeah, his I, thing. Yeah, it really is. And it, it hasn't always been his thing. There always have been elements of it within the Batman comic books. Uh, but especially it started to evolve into Batman is dark and gritty. And he in recent years more... especially, because I oh, think yeah. the way media has changed, it's allowed for him to be as dark as gritty as he they wanted him to make him. Yeah, I'm sure if the comic book uh, commission, I think is what it's called, the people who are in charge of like how comic books are drawn... You know, especially in the 50s and 60s when they were around, there were a lot of restrictions. And I'm sure if that wasn't the case, Batman would have been dark and gritty a long time ago. Oh, More for, so. For sure. Because, I mean, remember, at, this the comics back in the day at one point, this is canon. Lex Luthor stole 40 cakes. That was a big thing back then. As it, Yeah. Like, that's, that's the height of evil back then, basically. Now yeah, he's and, selling out the planet to Darkseid. That's and, that's the height of evil here. And we've we've talked about uh, DC, but we and we've talked about the Snyder cut for Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Like I know we already talked about it, but I I heard some news that I thought was really kind of interesting. Yeah. So that new cut, they're not going to have any of the scenes from Joss Whedon, basically. Okay. And they're bringing the cast back for reshoots, like Cavill, Batfleck, Gal Gadot. Um, 
Really? Yeah, they're like they're doing reshoots because technically they they're they're still contracted to make that movie. Huh. That's and, really interesting. And what I thought was weird was they're gonna have Leto as Joker again. Like he wasn't in Justice League in the, in the regular or the original. Didn't release. he? Didn't he like show up for like ten seconds in it? I I don't think so. Okay. But like I, I watched it once, so it's been a while. So now the question there lies is: Are they trying to get the DC Cinematic Universe back on its feet right now? I I think. I think this would be the way to do it because Joss Whedon's scenes are not there so it's one cohesive story it's Snyder's vision all over again and what I found out is it's not going to be like a one movie it's going to be split up into four specials on HBO so it's like a limited series almost that'll be cool yeah so it's like movie quality stuff as a limited series yeah I'm really interested to see that and especially to see his actual vision now I love Joss Whedon I absolutely love Joss Whedon. I respect him. He does an amazing job. Almost everything he touches, I, I think he does a be- fantastic job. I think He's the movie director. just suffered He's because it was. Writer. Yeah, I think it just suffered because there was two different visions at once trying yes. to be cohesive. Uh, and that can have its benefits and its drawbacks. But the way that it happened, I think, was ap- it destroyed the movie and potentially destroyed the DC Cinematic Universe. I feel like they were so focused on making something to compete with Marvel that they, they didn't... rushed it. Yeah, they didn't really look at it as, is this going to be something the fans and the general public will enjoy? They were like, let's just... Let's finish what we have and put it out there, see what happens. Yes. Didn't go great. No. No. no like, I didn't hate it, but it was also... It was hard to follow at times. And now we know why. It's because it was two different stories mixed together. Yeah. So I'm 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 hyped for like Joss Whedon cut, and I'm ah, it's gonna be on HBO, and I don't have HBO anymore. You mean you mean Snyder cut? What did I say? You said Joss Whedon cut. Ah shit, Snyder cut. Damn it. <laughs> now speaking of movies, uh, you were saying something about uh, Monster Hunter. Yeah. So. That... Now, now this just this is throwing me off, and the reason it's throwing me off is because I know Monster Hunter is a very popular video game franchise. Yes, I have only played maybe all of ten minutes of it. Okay, <laughs> so you if you played ten minutes of it, you've played the game basically because mm-hmm. all it is is you hunting monsters, harvesting their parts for better gear and weapons. Yeah, and you hunt bigger and bigger monsters basically. So yeah. that's 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 any of the Monster Hunter games. And they're beautiful, honestly. Like they, they're really fun, especially when you get a good group going. Monster Hunter World with a good group is amazing. Yeah, but what? But I was, I didn't think this was real when I first saw it. I saw a trailer, like a Monster Hunter movie. Like they're making an actual movie, and the graphics of the monster looked just like the game. So it threw me off. Like this isn't real. This isn't real. And then I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, this is this is real. They're doing this. It doesn't look bad. Oh, they're gonna have palicos. Oh, they're gonna have the muscular chef. That's the remember the. I, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. They're gonna have it. I'm like, I've been burned on video game movies before, but I'm hopeful. Yeah, and 
There, there are potential. I mean, again, video game movies are notoriously bad. However, Detective Pikachu kind of turned that around. Detective Pikachu was great. And I, I still haven't seen the Sonic movie, but I heard that the Sonic movie was also pretty good. It wasn't excellent, but it was good. Oh, dude, now, Jim Carrey was amazing. Now, I'm wondering if now that their studios have been shown that video game movies can happen, you just need to do them in the right way. I'm wondering if we will start to see more video game movies being produced. And if we do start to see video game movies being produced, what video game movies are going to be produced? I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot for them to take in, but... I feel like that video games, especially the ones that have a good storyline behind them, there's always the potential to move to different forms of media. I mean, that's been the case for a lot of things. Remember, they're starting to make a Lord of the Rings TV show. They're starting yep. to make a Warhammer. What was it? Warhammer uh, TV show. Yeah, like they're, they're branching out. I mean, there's there's still okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Warhammer real quick. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I have, have, I, have here. I have officially finished listening to the audiobooks for all of the Eisenhorn series. Four books totaling a, about almost a hundred hours. I finished listening to all of it. I am very excited to see what they are going to do. Now, last time I said that it's supposed to be an Amazon show, I recently did some research. There actually is not a studio that's picking it up yet, but there is a screenwriter who is working on it. And I'm very curious to see if somebody will pick it up because he is doing it as a, a passion project. And also he feels like that this universe needs to have larger attention. And I totally agree with it. There are so many things with Warhammer. And actually this month Warhammer is doing a writing contest that I apparently opened up two months ago. And I just found out about three days ago. And I am about to start writing. As soon as we hang up, I'm going to start writing some shit. Because I would love to be able to get something in the Black Library. Oh, God. Am I going to see you with, like, a big old gray beard next time I see you? Just because yeah, you've been writing the whole time? Yeah, probably. Like, the next few hours is just going to be me on a laptop. Just. <laughs> oh, God. Um, now. Oh, quick, quick, quick tangent. Like, yeah, of course. Remember the... We were talking earlier today. You saw the, like... Should we post those before pictures of us? Because you look way different. You look like... You look like the present you is... Hunting the cur the past you for sport. <laughs> That's what you look like. You know, I'm sure we can find some before pictures of me somewhere. We don't need that picture. I know, but that was a good one. Because, like, it, it, it seems like that version of you was tricked by the current you has come to an island for you to hunt. I swear to God. This isn't over. Brad, you can't hunt yourself. Shut up. <laughs> you ever seen Looper, kid? Right, it was Looper, right? Yeah, Looper. Yeah. Um, yeah, th I mean, there's, there's gonna be a lot that we can talk about, and... We are going to have a lot to talk about, and I, uh, I'm i wondering, do you want to do a Halloween episode? Maybe something real short, 20 minutes? I'm, I'm feeling probably something short, because there's not, there's really not Halloween this year. I mean, there's there's Halloween specials on TV, but that's about it. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, of course, my other podcast is coming out with another uh, episode this week on Wednesday. We are in week four of our um, uh, Oktoberfest, as well as, I think, at the end of the month... Shit, I don't even... Hold on, I need to look at something. I need to look at a calendar. Because, so this week is going to be week four of Oktoberfest, as well as... We are coming out with a Deep Cuts episode. I believe on the same day. If not, it might be Friday. Um, and the Deep Cuts episode is the one you got to listen to. I think you'll enjoy it. So oh, have, uh, have fun, yeah. audience. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's and Review, the Bruise and Reviews podcast. Go ahead and check it out. But Isaac, I think it is time for us to call it our day. So uh, Isaac, keep the swole going. And I don't have a choice. Kangaroo, I work there now. Make Kangaroo Sensei proud. Yes, Kangaroo Sensei. This is the Super Swole Bros. Signing out.